0: Welcome to the Employee Lounge. I'm your host, Joe Kang. And today we'll be talking about mental health therapists for the Department of Human Services with our special guests, Nora Johnston and Robin Joseph in part two of this series. Nora and Robin, thank you for joining us today. Please tell our audience what you do for Arlington County and how long you've been here.
1: Hi, this is Nora. I've been with the county since 2017. I work as a mental health therapist.
0: Okay. And uh, tell us about the work that you do in that position. Um, Where do you work and what kind of services do you provide?
1: Sure. So I work at Sequoia One. That's where my office is located. I do see some clients there for therapy, but I primarily work at an assisted living facility called Mary Marshall. The clients I serve are over the age of 60 and have a severe mental illness such as schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, and major depressive disorder. Many of the clients are also struggling with dementia.
2: Hi, I'm Robin Joseph. I'm a mental health therapist too, and I work at Sequoia Plaza at Department of Human Services. And I have a very unique position in that I split my time between being a mental health therapist that does primarily individual work and running a psychosocial day program for young adults with serious mental illness. Mm I spend the majority of my time providing day programming for young adults, providing them with the psychoeducation. Okay. So when you're a young adult and you've developed uh, a mental health diagnosis, most of them have their symptoms develop in those formative years. Mm-hmm. So as a result of that, they miss out on opportunities to learn health and hygiene, how to socialize independently, they may even have disruptions in their functional impairment, so their ability to go to school, learn how to drive. And as a result, they come into DHS for mental health services and they aren't quite ready to live independently. So, what my program does is it teaches those young adults, 17 and a half to about 27 years old, those independent living skills that we use every single day to be successful, um, integrated community members.
0: So, can you tell us a little bit more in terms of? What got you into this field? Um, you know, what kind of background or education, certifications, things of that nature?
1: Sure. Uh, I got a master's degree about 10 years ago from Virginia Commonwealth University. I started out 15 years ago with kids in foster care and then slowly made my way into adult work. I managed a safe haven in 2009 for adults with severe mental illness. And then I went on to manage a shelter for adults with severe mental illness. And I really enjoyed that population, so I stayed with it.
2: Yeah, my mom worked at an inner city school in Oklahoma. That's where I'm from. And so as a young person, I watched her interact with middle schoolers. And I always loved being able to see the growth in her students Mm. she would interact with them in a way that they felt they mattered Mm. and she was a caring supportive person for them and i just i really valued that growing up so when i went to school at unc charlotte i was a pre-med major Mm -hmm. and i took one psychology class and was like this is what i want to be doing i want to figure out why we do the things that we do. I was very curious about human development Mm -hmm. and so I switched my major and ended up doing psychology and then I got into grad school at George Washington and did community health. I like being able to work with um, marginalized groups, um, people of different backgrounds, people with lived experiences and that's how I got into this field and I just want to be a source of support and help for people who have a lot of lived experiences.
0: Awesome. So going a little bit further into the origin story, Mm -hmm. um, what, with all that said in your background, what brought you to us in Arlington County?
2: Arlington was the cherry on top CSB. When I was getting out of grad school, That was the CSB that you wanted to work for. I what's CSB? Um, Community Services Board. So every county has their own community services board that works with um, community members that need additional supports, Mm -hmm. whether that's food services or housing, um, medication management, things like that. So every county has their own CSB board and their own Department of Human Services. So when I was in school, Arlington was top-notch. Um, It's a small county with a lot of resources, and I wanted to be a part of a county that could support the community members in a way that a lot of the other counties can't because of their size and their lack of resources. So I really wanted to um, work for a county that could afford to provide the the services and the supports that I wanted.
1: I used to work for a nonprofit agency doing assessments and The agency provided skills building services to many clients in Arlington County so I got to know the county pretty well and I was very impressed Uh, based on interactions with clients and county staff. I found Arlington to be progressive and client centered and when there was a job opening for um, senior adult mental health with people with severe mental illness, I applied right away.
0: Awesome. Well, we're glad you're here. (laughs) Um, Can you give the listeners, you know, especially for those looking into this field, uh, what a typical day as a mental health therapist can look like? I'm sure, you know, with many jobs here in the county, there's no such thing as a typical day, but um, maybe there are some patterns that you've seen uh, over your tenure here.
1: Sure. So a typical day for me would be going out to the assisted living facility meeting with a couple of clients for individual therapy. Then maybe I would stay around and do a group. Uh, The group would be maybe eight to 10 people. I'd work with another clinician. Um, I'd go back to the office, complete notes, possibly meet with my supervisor, meet with my team, including the, the psychiatric nurse and the psychiatrist and then possibly do another therapy session and that would be the end of the day. So
2: typically what I do, so I'll tell you a little bit about my program. So we have monthly psychoeducation classes. Mm -hmm. They're two hours long and we have them Monday through Friday and typically I give that calendar out a month in advance. A lot of our Um, clients need to utilize logistic care so they need five to ten days to schedule rides and they may be experiencing anxiety, um, psychosis, so having that schedule planned for them throughout the month is really helpful in keeping them consistent with their, their schedules. So I typically do one or two groups a day. So I do an 11 o'clock group, two hours. We have a 30 minute lunch break. Clients can eat on campus or bring their lunches. I typically have snacks and granola and um, we do that second group later in the afternoon. And the groups range in a variety of different topics. We do money management, we do cooking skills, um, health and hygiene. One of the things that I love the most about my day is that I get to create it. Mm -hmm. That's a blessing. So I know the clients that are going to come, they RSVP um, for the different classes. And all of the classes that I develop are based on the skills that my clients need. So if I have clients that are coming in for services and they need money management, um, they need to learn how to cook, um, they struggle to clean their apartments, a way I build engagement is that all of the classes for that month or that week are going to match the skill sets that they struggle with so it feels as if the program was developed for them um, which keeps their engagement over the years because so I've been doing this for seven years now.
0: Wow. Very cool. Um, have you worked in any other capacity as a mental health therapist prior to your current position with us or maybe you know we've seen through some of our interactions with other folks that they've worked in another part of DHS and then you know, got into being a mental health therapist. Can you talk about that?
1: Yeah, so I've never worked for Arlington County prior to this position. I've worked in other jobs doing um, a lot of clinical case management, some informal therapy, but this is my first official sort of, sort of formal mm-hmm. therapist role.
0: Okay.
2: I have, when I graduated from school, I worked at a juvenile detention center in Alexandria. So I was a part of a specialized team that did a residential treatment facility housed within the jail. So all of the clients have been jail involved and diverted into my program to learn independent living skills and emotion management. So when they served their time, they were able to go back into the community, better integrate and withstand the environments they grew up in, so they wouldn't re-offend. Mm-hmm. So I did that for about four years.
0: How different was that from the population that you work with here?
2: It's interesting because that population was adolescents, okay. but they didn't have the mental health diagnoses. Um, so some of the functional impairments that my clients now experience, psychosis, um, depression, anxiety, the clients that I w- worked with at the jail, they didn't have those same Um, impairments. There were more um, emotional disorders, so impulsivity, um, issues with authority. A lot of them came from troubled backgrounds, so um, some of the reasons they came into my services was environmental stressors.
0: Alright, so thanks for telling us a little bit about what the typical day can look like. Um, So, you know, out of that uh, work that you're doing during that day, is there anything that drives your passion? Um, about the work.
1: Yeah, I think this—the population that I serve is diverse, and I'm passionate about finding the modality that works best for people to heal and create adaptive responses. Um, that doesn't always look like cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm-hmm. It could. Some people, that's a, thats great, and that's exactly what they need. Some people need EMDR. Um, some people need a grief group. Some people need an empowerment group. Some people just need a need me to help coordinate services such as a peer support person that would come and help them help them socialize mm-hmm. and get them get them out into the community. So I think approaching I'm just passionate about approaching everyone as an individual and finding what what will work best for them. Awesome. I love that I get to
2: be a part of someone's life when they think there's no way out. That's a a pretty special time period to insert yourself into someone's world. Um, There may be chaos in the household, there could be disruptions financially, um, a loss of hope. And I'm passionate about being that person that someone can lean on when they feel as if nothing is going right. Um, So I think that that's uh, an amazing thing. I get to plant seeds for young people, and I may not see them grow, (laughs) but they're there. And over time, I'll run into clients that I've worked with years ago, and they're like, oh my gosh, remember the thing you told me years ago? I'm doing it now, and things are different. And that's a pretty special place to be in. That's
0: awesome. So I think this kind of leads right into that next question that I have for you, which is, for somebody that's looking into this career and especially working in arlington county and serving the populations here uh, what would you say are some of the most critical skills or traits that you need as a mental health therapist to be uh, to be successful here
2: Mm -hmm. some of the obvious ones you want to be a good listener Um, arlington county is a small county but there are a lot of um, community members that need help Mm -hmm. so being able to multitask and manage your time really important. Uh, I would say one of the most important traits that I've learned over the years is self-care. Being able to manage your own emotions, your own responses to some people's experiences is really hard. Mm-hmm. And that takes time. Mm-hmm. So I took it took years to get comfortable with other people's discomfort and not jumping in to save people um, and being a source of support without putting your values and your opinions into your sessions. And that just takes time and um, self-reflection. So I would say doing some self-work, doing some self-care so you can tolerate being in someone's space when they're struggling is really
1: important. I think approaching each client with curiosity that um, one size does not fit all, mm-hmm. <laughs> being, being very comfortable with um, uncertainty at times, um, that you're, you're just, there's not gonna be a very prescriptive treatment for every single person. Um, I, I find that fun and interesting, mm-hmm. but I do think that the, that being curious and adaptive are really good traits to have.
0: Awesome. All right, so do you have any advice for listeners out there uh, considering getting into this career of mental health therapy?
1: I would say volunteer, do internships. Don't assume that the first job that you have, that you're going to continue on with that population. You might, and that's wonderful, and you might not. I always assumed that I would work with children, and this is what I was good at. Um, and it turned out I, I did like working with children but I loved working with adults and I would have assumed at age 22 at my first job that I would have said no no way I would I, I don't want to work with adults but I just through different internships um, different employment I found that I, I really did I really did like it and I also want to um, say with technology now there's lots of ways you can get, information and, and learn new things, um, podcasts, journal articles you can find on the internet uh, just to keep just to keep current with new things going on in the field that you might be interested in.
2: It's a really fulfilling job, but it is tough at times. So finding a good support network now with LinkedIn and social media, There are a lot of different support groups that cater to mental health therapists. There's lots of networking um, groups also available through social media so you can connect with other mental health therapists to learn about the field. To me, the most important thing is finding a population that you're passionate about. So when the work gets hard, you're still aligning with things that mean something to your core values. Um, Even on my toughest day, I'm still, really proud of the work that I do and that I get to create opportunities of change for my clients. And that's tough. Doesn't mean that my days aren't hard. <laughs> it just means that I got to be a part of something that meant something.
0: Awesome. Nora and Robin, this was fun and very informative. Thanks for taking the time to explain to all the listeners out there what it's like to be a mental health therapist at Orange County. Thank you for tuning into the Employee Lounge. We hope you enjoy this podcast and that you'll join us again for our next episode. Please remember to subscribe and listen to new and archived episodes at any time on on your mobile devices. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and SoundCloud by searching for Arlington County Government Employee Lounge. Please help us get the word out by sharing this podcast with your boss, your team, and fellow county employees. Until next time, stay sharp.